1: the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferruja from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers.
2: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized. If
1: you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's
2: get started. for episode 43 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking not about decluttering, organising anything in particular, but we have a very, very special guest in the studio. We have the famous Cal Ravel. He's pretty
1: hot. Oh. You're allowed to say that. Thanks. It's very inappropriate if I say that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've never been introduced like that way at all.
1: Ever. Well, that you're hot Ever. or that you're
3: Cal Ravel? Just moving on, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's good to be here anyway, Kirst. <laughs>
1: so, if in case you haven't realised, it's Amy's husband and we are talking to him because we
2: have had a listener request from James Garth. James, you might either be making my marriage really good today or at the end of this episode, I may be sleeping on the couch. Amy's really scared that Cal and I are going to bag her out the whole episode. I'm like legit
1: scared. I know. And I think that that actually shows your trust issues with Cal and (laughs) I because I feel like you don't trust Cal and I to love you well and
3: to represent you well. It's going to be good, darling. It's good. All right.
2: All right. I'm going to take a big, deep breath. I should have brought my Diet Coke in here with me, but I don't. So I will be here, but predominantly Kirst is going to be asking Cal some questions about what it's like to live with a PO. Yes. If we could have flown Simon down from Sydney, we would have, but we've got the lovely Callum today. Yes.
1: (laughs) Simon will join us for another episode where you can grill him.
2: Yes, please. And I can
1: be
3: packing my (laughs) dacks.
2: Go for it. I'm ready. So, Cal, tell us a bit about yourself.
3: Uh, I'm married to Amy. Really? Yeah. (gasps) I didn't know that.
0: Wow. So yeah.
3: 16 years, peeps. 16 years. This uh, how many weeks is it from now? I should know that. It's March twenty third, anyway. So I'm married to Amy um, for 16 years. Two wonderful boys. They're boys, like so. They're full on stereotypically boys, Um, messy. But I think they've. (laughs) We're talking about professional organising. I think they get it when it comes to decluttering. And uh, that's that's a big monumental milestone. They've I been think. trained yeah. well. They've been trained you two? very well. Well, more so, Amy.
1: No, don't give all the props to Amy today. This we're not here to bag her no. out, but we want to honour you and what you do in your relationship and your family. She as initiates
3: well. it, and I jump on board and I learn the lessons, and I'm now joining with her on the decluttering. Yeah, So, are organizing. you a fan? I'm a I'm a big fan.
1: I know you're a fan of Amy, but are you a fan of? decluttering and minimalism. I
3: I have grown into it. I was not like that at all. And then I've started to understand that it is real important and uh, really, really helpful. I mean, just to release the stress and uh, make family life a whole lot better. So you, I, it's that- something I've had to, I guess, work at it and, and train myself.
1: <gasps> so Kes. you're me,
2: cow. <sighs> yes. You're
1: me. You used to like
3: that.
2: Yes. Cal. Oh, I knew I Correct. loved you. Correct. I was about but... to say it's like you two and then me and Simon. that's yeah. like, okay, opposite to attract. It's opposite to attract. No, it's not weird, Cal. <laughs> I was also going to say, Kirst, Cal actually works for me on occasion. So sometimes I have jobs that require more than what I can do, more muscle than I have. And so I have the joy of bringing along my lovely husband, which means mm-hmm. he gets to see what a session with a client looks like, and how that decluttering process actually changes lives, not just the stories I come home with. And how was that last week, Cal? I,
3: I was I was very impressed. Um, I kind of had an idea anyway that Amy was great at what she does. Clearly. But I think, I think what aims, I guess what works for her is that she has a really good balance of being directive, but being very personable at the same time. And so that's what I saw with Ames the other week. She always has a few laughs with her clients and a few tears here and there, but also gets the job done. So, I mean, I know that she's been like that for a while and she's passionate at what she does and she's really good at what she does. But to see it firsthand, I think was just, uh, I don't know, confirmation to me that she's doing an awesome job.
1: That is my ultimate dream, actually. That was really beautiful, Cal. Amy's getting a bit teary right now. Thanks, babe. (laughs) But that is my ultimate dream would be to free Simon to work with me when and if he chooses. Like, I would love him to not work because he's worked so hard for our family and it would be really lovely if he didn't have to, if he could pursue his dreams. But I would love to work with him too. I think we would kill each other in some ways, but I he brings so much to this it's table a complimentary, of yeah. organising and I think that he would really... He'd be awesome to work with the husbands of my He'd clients. He'd be brilliant because yeah. there's
2: not that many men professional organisers out there.
1: No. And so and Simon's just perfect for it. He is even more perfect than me. He as, is as perfect in a different taking,
3: way. As long as you don't mind taking orders from your wife.
1: No, and that's, that's true. Where, but that's where I think that Simon and I would be different because he would actually, like, I think we would divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like...
2: Yeah, no, I be, just boss Cal around. I'm That's not for sure if
1: Simon would be up for that. I think he's up for not doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his job, but uh, he'd be up for... Retiring and retiring early. taking on a different role yeah. in the family. Yeah, he I would love, love that. that. Idea. I would love that. Anyway, back to you guys. This is the Ravel show, not the Kirsty show. So I'm going to ask you some questions, Cal. Mm. And we're not here to, as we said, we're not here to bag out, Amy. We're here to... Uncover more truth and love and joy about Amy. So, gonna ask you some questions. Are you up for that?
3: I think I will be. That's why I'm here.
1: <laughs> so, what was Amy like when you first got married?
3: Uh, when we got married, yes. uh, she was organised. Like not much different. I mean, when we when we had kids and we settled down, then it went to a whole new level. The organising, Amy, but she's always been organised, and which has been a real helpful thing in our house because if I did any of the organizing, I would mess it up completely. So, you know, even organizing a honeymoon, organizing, um, you know, just uh, just family remember? trips, basically. She just does the itinerary and it works. And if it was me, I would probably, I don't know, just book a hotel room that's just run down and no running water and totally mess the whole thing up. <laughs> so Amy is good. Not that I try to shirk my responsibility. No, but that's not what we do. But she's really, really good at organising.
1: Do you ever get to surprise her and do things like, or do you go, "No, Amy's, my, this is Amy's gifting. It's not my I,
3: gifting." I try to. I think a couple of times I did do that, and then Amy, you did step in. I can't recall. <laughs> <the Swiss laughs> Took over.
2: That's what he's saying.
3: Yeah, and uh, in a nice way. But that that's fine as well because I was a bit apprehensive anyway doing it because I thought, well, maybe I'll miss stuff that Amy's just going to pick up on. Yeah, And so I want to do it for her, but at the same time, I know I'm just going to not do as good job as yeah.
2: Amy. <laughs> High standards. <laughs> and what was
1: your family of origin like? Like, were they organised? How were you, you brought up?
3: We were not an uh, organised family. We had the, the third drawer, you know, the junk drawer yeah. that everyone throws everything in. And um, and so obviously, I grew up in that environment. And, you know, if if Ames is super organized, I was the exact opposite. I was super disorganized. Um, I moved out of home when I was 19. So I had to stand my own two feet and and you pay rent and the bills and all that life stuff. But when it came to my own living space, I was just a mess, you know. It's like they're walking in the door and throwing you things on the ground or finding a space where, well, not even finding a space where to put it. but just, yeah, hiding it behind the kettle or, or do something. And uh, so that that was basically my life. And then Amy and I met, and then I had to kind of shift and change a few and of my habits.
1: Yeah, how has that rub gone? I was speaking <laughs> about this to somebody else the other day about how the rub of marriage.
3: Uh, no, it, it is good. Well, when you when you build a marriage on love, it's about the other person, right? It's not about you. Yes. So there's got to be... a. A bit of give and take when it comes to that kind of thing, and I know why. I don't know why I would need to fight Ames on it when she's so good. I thought, well, why I can cross over to her side, (laughs) and I'll be better off. And so, uh, yeah, I think it it took a while, while because me as a as a male not being taught how to look after the home and and look after you know just plan your life and have all these systems and processes in place. I thought I didn't need to, and then Amy would just come along and, and just do it. But then I just realized, you know what, I can I can grab hold of this. I can jump on board with this. I can own it as well. And so I know a lot of guys don't generally do that. Usually the women are the homemakers, and that's, that's all good. And they can take initiative, because you take initiative, Ames, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so... And that's fine because, again, like I said, I wouldn't want to take initiative and Amy probably wouldn't want me to take initiative, but I can still own it. And so I've had to learn and train myself. And so I think a lot of guys can do that. There's hope for that.
1: You sound like the more I talk to you, Cal, in this context, the more I realise that we are
3: twins. Oh, wow. Twinsies. Twinsies. This is the best news I've heard all day.
1: Oh, you so sweet. Now, you guys got into minimalism like a couple of years ago, several years ago. Yeah,
2: about five, six years ago.
1: How has that changed your life? Do you like minimalism, Cal, or would you have more trinkets and more stuff if it was, if you were living, if Amy wasn't in your house anymore for whatever reason? <laughs> I left you, babe. What
2: would the house be like?
3: <laughs> um, definitely not cluttered. It, you, we just can't breathe. Like, there's that place. You know, you've walked into people's places, and there's so much, so many ornaments and photos on the wall and things in the way. It's just, I can't breathe. It's like going to Ikea. Like so, this is the thing I had to say to some people. You know that Amy's an Ikea kind of fanatic,
1: right? Yeah, we know. Don't worry, And I listeners. support
3: Amy, and I love the, the organization. Ikeas are great. It's just that me, when I walk in there, I get a little bit claustrophobic. And the reason why I do that is because there's so much stuff. Mm. So the minimalist thing, I mean, I wouldn't more like to walk into a bare house with absolutely nothing, you know, one or two things on the wall. Um, I prefer to have, a, a, you know, a little few pieces here and there, but I just don't like clutter.
1: So minimalism is a huge spectrum. Like, there is that bare nothing, you know, one fork, one spoon, one
2: plate. Yeah, we're not there. And we're we're not aiming to be there, are we?
3: Oh, no, definitely not.
2: No, and we're not there either. We just like a decluttered space. Yeah, you don't need
1: 40 forks. Yeah, and are more intentional about what we bring into our home. Are you guys intent... Cal, do you feel like you're intentional about what comes into your home?
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're not... Um, I was going to say materialistic in the sense that we don't buy a lot of stuff. I mean, we try to be considerate about what we do buy. Um, yeah, so we don't just buy. You know, we're, we're not impulse buyers. No, never. And so we're always. I don't think I've ever
2: impulse bought anything. I don't
3: think you have ever. No,
2: <laughs> those other earrings. Which what y- you were? Oh, that day that I went yeah. and got earrings, and it was like free to have the fourth pair, yes. and then I went and picked a pair of earrings. Yes. So yes, actually. That's true. I once. I only remember that yeah. because it was so unusual for yeah. you. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they were actually free because it was like buy three get the fourth free. And I only wanted three, so I went and got a fourth. You're totally right, but it was un- I didn't need it.
1: No. And that's why they do buy one get yeah. one free because then
2: you have more stuff in your home that yeah. you don't need. Don't need oh, it. There you go. Sometimes. Occasionally, that's how it works. But yeah. no, we're but no, not. We don't buy. We're not. Um, we're not very consumerist. I would say. Hmm. So what's it like to live with Amy? Not Amy.
1: What's it like to to live live with somebody who declutters as her full-time job? For a
3: living. I was thinking about that today, and I love it, to be honest. I really do. I think I I took it for granted in the early days. I really did. And, um, you know, when Amy's trying to get, against systems going and don't do this, don't put that there, we've got a different way of thinking, I would see it a little bit as nagging and being told off, like, what am I doing wrong? But then I understand the philosophy behind it, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so I thought, yeah, this is, I, I think, like I said, I'm on in, I'm in a good wicket when it comes to Amy. And because, and you've probably heard heaps of stories, or obviously, you know, clients that you girls work with, is that, you know, so many people have houses that are cluttered, and it's not unusual. And so to come to our house, and I think you've mentioned it before, we're not like a um, display home no. that we live in. Um, but it's, at least it's organised and every everything has its place. So to live in that space where the kids have been taught about how to organise the home, and me also being taught, um, and how that has helped our family, I think that's that's an awesome thing.
1: Thanks. And what about what do you think the benefits are for? What have the, been the benefits for you as a partner, not? And then what are the benefits for your family? Because we've talked about the benefits and we, we talk about the benefits all the time. But, but
2: sometimes it's nice to hear it from the partner's perspective. yeah. Particularly, you know, a lot of our listenership is women, not all of it, but a high portion. And we get questions regularly from people, whether we're running workshops or in their homes or on our podcast, is how do I help my partner get organised? And the first thing we always say is you can't do it for them and you can't tell them what to do. You have to have a conversation. And as Cal said, it has to be done in love or otherwise you're causing unnecessary friction in your home. Yeah, yeah. and we often
1: talk about how we have to set the example. Like Correct. if you're the one who wants to be decluttered, stop blaming other people for bringing stuff into your home and look around and see stuff that is actually yours. That's right, take the ownership. And do the hard work that it is to declutter your own stuff. And then... I'm presuming this is what you're probably going to say. I'm probably taking the words out of your mouth, Cal. But then you get to, then they get to see the joy that, and freedom that comes from having less. And they might, like Cal and I, want to jump on board. But I oh, have go, Cal. No. You say, you know, I should have just shut up and let you say it.
3: No, I agree with all that you say. <laughs> um, and, and look, to come to a home, and obviously with a decluttered home, you're going to have less stress. You're going to have, you know, the family dynamics are going to be different. And so to even come home to that, now obviously I work from home now, but in the early days I had to come, I came home and you can even notice a change in the atmosphere. I think with me, what's actually helped me is not, I'm not here just to support Amy. I'm not doing, I'm not doing the things around the house just to make her happy. No. Early days it was like that and that didn't really get me very far. So I had to work out or I had to um, learn that I need to take ownership and I had to see that this is an important thing. Um, I guess a, a, a thought that came to my mind was it's kind of like one time I said to Amy and only once this happened, was that I said, Well you go out and I'll babysit the kids And Amy said, Excuse me, they're your kids. You don't right? get to babysit your, you own, don't kids, babysit mums your and dads. own kids. Okay, <laughs> you parent, that's what you do and I was like, Okay. I only said that once and I'll never say that again. But it's the same sort of thing is that it's you don't you're not here just to help out your partner you're here you take ownership because you live in the house you're part of the family you can contribute
1: brilliant i can just hear all the wives and partners around australia and the world fist pumping with that going yes <laughs> Hey, Amy, you know how we ran the awesome Art of Decluttering
2: course last year? Do you want to do it again this year? Hey, I was thinking the same thing. We had such an incredible group last year, though. Do you think we could ever match that level of awesomeness? Uh I'm not sure, but I'm totally willing to give
1: it a go. But hey, back up a bit. Let's tell people about what the course is about again.
2: Well, you know how we help people each and every week in our podcast to declutter a space in their home? Well, our course is a bit different. You don't just get our best tips and tricks for decluttering. We also share with you the secrets of creating a home that is not only decluttered, but stays organised for life.
1: Our course is for people who want to experience freedom and joy in their homes. It's perfect for you if you want to have a home that is welcoming as well as organised and where you are free to focus on living your abundant life.
2: To find out more and register for our upcoming free webinars, visit theartofdecluttering.com.au. We can't wait to have you in our course community this
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: Things that annoy you about having such an organised, beautiful wife.
3: <laughs> annoy you? When you ask that question, you, you can't really answer yes, surely. <laughs> yes, surely. you can. We have, It's an honest
2: space here. Yes, you, you're no. in a safe
1: space. And we had said before we started recording that we want a cow to be open
2: and honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him to be open and honest. This is not marriage counselling. No. This is sharing about what it's like... To live with a professional organiser and coming at it from the partner in a relationship that's not the naturally organised one. That's what we want you guys to hear. Okay. You're right. You're ready.
3: It, okay. It really isn't that much. What was the question again? Tell me again. Let's, let's go back again. Let's okay. start.
2: Is there anything
1: that annoys
3: you? Annoys me. I think with anything, you're going to get annoyed if your whole focus is on yourself. No, hang on. So if I come home and I just want to be a complete sloth, which we're entitled to have some down days. I totally get that. Yeah. But if but we need to also have the responsibility to say, hey, we've agreed to put things in place. This is the way we do it. So if I just say, you know what, forget about that. I'm going to look after me. Couldn't be bothered and let things go. That's going to be dre- detrimental. So what's annoying about this whole process is the fact that it impedes on my selfishness, Yeah. if that makes sense.
2: Totally. Oh, my I gosh, totally Cal, that it. is the best way to say it. Like listeners, I feel like that was such a gold moment just then. That was my gold drop. boom, boom. <laughs> that friends and family. Oh my gosh, I'm actually flabbergasted at how. oh, that was the best sentence. You
1: can't What's even an- finish your sentence.
2: What's annoying about living with an organised person is it impedes on my selfishness. <sighs> Love it. That's exactly why all of us put off decluttering. Mm. All of us, because we want to be selfish with our time yeah. and we don't, oh, babe.
3: It's an inconvenience. Oh. And so when you get past that mentality Boom. of the this being inconvenient, then you can actually conquer, if you want to use that word. I was even thinking the other day, It's uh, one thing that's helped me is the two-minute two, two minute rule. All right, so love
2: the two-minute rule. If
3: you can do it in less than two minutes, do it now. And uh, that is helpful. And that is something you need to train. I mean, I'm sure it can become a habit. But you still have to be aware of, of the context. And I was even thinking, because I play guitar, you know, I play guitar, and, and on my desk, we had I've got the um, my guitar tuner, mm-hmm. and on the other side of the room, I've got my guitar in its case. And I thought, well, I need to put that tuner back in its case. Couldn't be bothered. Now, I had to stop and think about that. That would take a, a good, I don't know, 20, 25 seconds yes. to actually do that. I put it off twice. Yeah. And when I did it, I thought, oh, that felt so good just doing that, opening the case, put it in the compartment, done. Now, there's a lot of those things, like, you know, the two-minute rule. Yeah. Heaps of things around the house that are kind of like the two-minute rule, you know? Most of them can be knocked off under it's two minutes.
1: procrastination. Yeah. I think that that is the biggest thing that I have overcome in my growing to mm. be more and more like Simon and more and more of a loving partner to him is getting over myself and getting over my own laziness and my own procrastination, like, and going, oh, I just won't do that yet. But it's not just am I being detrimental to my own laziness and my own habits, Mm. I'm also not showing love to the people who live in my house because they have to occupy this space as well. Yeah. Mic dropping all over the place. I know eh? you are
2: mic dropping everywhere. That's because
1: like Cal and I are the same person. Yeah, you're vibrating
2: at the same level. Yeah, we are
1: (laughs) at the lazy, procrastinating step up to the plate. (laughs) Now, no longer lazy, as lazy, and no longer But connecting on that heart level. It's (laughs) good.
2: Let me get something for you. Oh, I need
1: my ready? ready,
3: ready. Oh, no. (laughs) I need poor Cal.
2: (laughs) No, that's like a dodgy, dodgy sound effect. I
1: or this is this is That's Cal kittens. and I. Um,
2: oh. Ready, ready? Ah, Zen. Perfect harmony. Perfect harmony. Except
1: we would not be a good partnership.
2: No. No, I'll <laughs> stay married to him, yeah, but you you're can. more than welcome to continue this podcast with him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so what about, what's been the benefits for your children of you two being on the same page in this regard?
3: Oh, look, I mean... You know, a little kids. How old are your kids? Eight and six. Eight and six. Okay. So you you understand that uh, yeah things can get a little bit messy with kids and and I've been listening to the podcast. You don't let your kids have screen time in the morning. Yes. That, that's good. That's going to help. That will help.
2: <laughs> could you could you see what Cal's preference would be for our children in the morning to have <laughs> no screen time? We've ever? actually moved their screen time from when they first get up to once everything's done in the morning. Yes. Yep. It's working better, isn't it? We'll let Cal talk
1: though. You and I need to.
3: But it's, look, it's certainly, um, again, the whole stress-free environment. It certainly helps the kids develop when they grow up and um, getting them ready for school. And again, I can't take credit for this. Now, we are a team, but Amy did initiate. Um, just, just trying to work um, into the kids' lives how important it is to be organized and get yourself ready. So I was very surprised, to be honest, early days that the kids were very functional when it comes to get themselves ready for school, I mean, they make their lunches now and they do the piano without being asked, and guitar, and dishwasher, and it's just amazing. They're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. They're still boys, and sometimes they get a little bit they're lazy. They're still children. They're still children. Girls
1: can be just as lazy. Yeah.
3: So I'm not under any illusion that they're perfect, but they do know how to you know, organize themselves, which is not, instead of being told what to do all the time, because yes. you don't want parents nagging you,
1: I know, I had my brother-in-law put on Facebook the other day that he he wants to record himself saying, take your... Lunchbox, out of your bag, put your bag away, put the dishes in the dishwasher. And he wants to play that to his kids when his kids become parents and saying the same thing. And I went, yes, like that is like we do want our children to be responsible and respectful of the house or their school or their work or wherever they end up in life. Like I think that is like a great gift that we're giving to Mm. our children.
2: Because it's a transferable gift. It's a gift that they'll take into high school, into their first ever job, to uni, to relationships, to families that they integrate with, because learning to be organised sets you up for a successful life. I was, when
1: I'm staying at blah, 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 staying at my parents, flew down last night and went up. My sister and brother-in-law live behind them, and so I went up to say good morning to them this morning. And their twelve-year-old son had already gone to school, and he's in high, he's started high school this year. And he said, he's 13, sorry, Solly. And he, I said to he, my sister, how's he going at high school? And she goes, really good. I never see him. I don't do, like, I... Responsible. Yeah. Because he's so responsible. He gets himself ready. And, like, they've got really good family dynamics in being responsible for things. And they've all got chores and stuff. So it was... But it was just really awesome because I was like, oh... That might
2: be Mm. me one day. We're not far off, Kirst. I know. (laughs) You're not far off at all. Mine have started walking the school together this year on their own and it's the sweetest thing, isn't it?
3: Yeah, until Jesse runs off on his brother the last 20 metres before he hits the door.
2: There's like a sprint up our hill and so there's like 20, maybe 20, 30 metres between the end of the street and our house and it's just straight uphill. And so Jesse is like super enthusiastic and just runs up and large takes it nice and easy and arrives two minutes later, but not red and huffing and puffing and sweaty. And they're still walked all the way home Correct. together. Yeah, yeah, that was all good.
3: So they're growing up. They're growing up.
2: They're growing up and they're taking some of those skills with them into keeping their rooms tidy and learning yeah. those skills that hopefully, fingers crossed, lasts into teenage them.:
3: See, I think a lot of parents may think, well, hang on, it's not possible when the kids are little... They they won't be able... They haven't got the capacity to, to learn these things, but they clearly do. And you want to get onto it early because you don't want to leave it too late because it's, sometimes it's pretty hard to train these things when they're teenagers. teenagers yeah. It's not impossible. It can be done, but it's a lot harder.
1: Yeah. And I think... But I think that what you said before about taking ownership, that's something that we can talk to teenagers about. Like, and that's what parents can talk to teenagers about, about actually... You know, you're actually being quite selfish when you don't do what I've asked you to mm. do. When you don't do your chores in a timely manner, that actually it doesn't just impact you; it impacts the rest of the family. That the bins weren't put out and the garbage, you know, the garbage truck mm. came, and Correct. we've got a whole another week or two before these bins get emptied. And
2: there are natural consequences to mm. that procrastination.
1: Yes. And how that? Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, I think that that's really a great way to frame it around actually taking ownership and not being selfish. And, yeah, Mm. thanks, Cal, for your mic drop. Pleasure. (laughs) Let me think about some more questions. What was your reaction when Amy came up with the brilliant idea of becoming a professional organiser?
3: First reaction was I'm not surprised because she was so good at it and it was her love of hers. Um, And I was pumped about it. And you are
2: so supportive.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, look, Amy first started with some friends, just thought, well, maybe can I help you with your house and started small like that. And then she thought, yeah, I am, I'm pretty good at this. And her friends also thought that as well. So just progressed from there. Um, yeah, but look, if someone's got this talent or whether you want to call it a gift or a skill, um, you know, you don't want to try and stifle that. And so I just try and release Amy to just do what she does best. Oh,
1: what a good They're husband! A good mean,
2: hubby.
3: Hey. am I putting it on too strong? It's not deliberate. <laughs> no, you're not okay. putting it on too strong. Just being, just being real. Like, no, because I, th- I thought it's an exciting thing, a wonderful thing. Um, I was just uh, laughing with a few guys uh, earlier today that, um, I get a lot of, I guess, some business for Amy because I just talk to people about Amy's profession, what she does, and their first response is, "Oh my gosh, oh she should come to my house," and I know a friend of mine who do, they would value this and. I say, well, here we go. And then I'll get the details and Amy follows it through. And so, um, look, it's it's certainly something that a lot of people value. Uh, Again, obviously a lot of women. You you say this to a lot of men. Some will get it. Some will just look at you plainly thinking, what are you talking about? But that's why I guess the men need to be educated with this and understand how important it is.
1: So, Cal, this has been so awesome. I love talking to you. I really could talk to you all day. You're very passionate about Amy. It's really beautiful. He's so
2: the most encouraging, supportive, loving, bragging, delightful man. Aww. So I'm wondering how many of our listeners want to clone Cal
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one last question for you, Cal, before we let you out of this warm, warm studio today. Do you have anything that you'd like to share with our male listeners or female listeners?
3: <laughs> um I guess with the female listeners, uh, to not get uh, the partners on board, that can be very, very tricky, and I kind of feel for you with regards to that. I think the first thing I would probably say is go easy on us as, as males, you know, in the sense that we're not mean people. We just don't understand it. And once we understand it, and I was thinking about this today, it's kind of like when someone goes to Disneyland. And they come back and they tell everyone about all the excitement that they had and experience. And they expect the other person to get just as excited, but they weren't there. So I kind of see it in that respect. So the, the men have got to understand um, yeah, what it's about and how important it is. And to choose words carefully because you don't want the, the male to think that they're being nagged in the whole thing. So you've got to you know, tread that very, very gently. And, uh, and to also just, I want to encourage you that you're doing a fantastic job. You're doing an awesome job. Because you don't do this to get a pat on the back, like you you want obviously you want someone to join you on the journey and to make it more um, more rewarding. But you don't do it for any other reason because it's the right thing to do. Um, you know you don't you know meet someone's needs. Like Amy and I, I've always had the philosophy of if someone's in need, you help them. We don't help someone because they're going to say thank you and make us feel good about ourselves. I mean, it is rewarding, but that's not the reason we do it. So I was thinking, in the home, you do it because it. It's making a change and it's making a difference. So even though you may not feel like you have the support, just keep doing what you're doing, doing an awesome job. And then hopefully he'll catch up um, as you sit down and talk and have that conversation and ask how he feels about the whole thing. So he doesn't feel like he has, is being nagged, which he's not being nagged. He just may see it that way. Yeah. So to have that conversation and uh, get his view on it and then just take him on that journey with you. So that's probably what I would say.
2: And if you do have a partner or if you are married, feel free to tag them this week in the episode and then have a discussion. How did they find it? Did they resonate more with Cal or do they feel like they're more like me? Do they feel like they're the one that's kind of leading the charge in the marriage or the relationship or the home? Maybe you've got housemates. So think about like we're obviously 16 years married. You know, our situation will be different to yours. And so my encouragement is to listen to it with the people that you live with, that you interact with and then have the discussion. What does that look like for you? And if you're in Melbourne and you want the Amy and Cal duo <laughs> Request it. That's come, right. You contact
1: can, Amy and You say, can request
2: both of us to come out and we would love that if we could work with you in your family home. That is just such a joy for us. Is that okay, Cal?
3: Oh, that's more than okay, Kirst. <laughs> here you help. Here you help.
2: So
1: hop on over to Facebook and come and join the fun community over there. Maybe tag your partner in there or tag your wife. If you are the husband who is on this decluttering journey and your wife is not on board, I am your wife. I was your wife. I'm not your wife.
2: I was your wife. (laughs) Awkward. Yeah.
1: I was like your wife. I was once like Cal, and so it is not – this is not a – meant to be stereotypical we are everybody's unique and every human has their own quirks and idiosyncrasies so tag your mate tag your friends, tag your lover and your partner and know that we're all on, in this together we just want your best for you and we want to encourage you and inspire you by having more of Cal on. And maybe if you're a husband and you would like to be a listener to come in and talk to us, then tag us and talk
2: to us and engage with us on Facebook. And we would love to consider having you in next time. So, babe, thank you so much for coming in today. You are a delight, Mm -hmm. but you already know that I fangirl all over you. And I hope that you guys have an amazing week and we will catch you next week. Bye. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Cal. Bye. See you.
3: Thanks, girls. Bye.
2: Joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as simplyorganised PO.
1: You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as feelslikehome PO. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
2: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at
1: patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
2: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.